0: Walk-up music
1: that I from
0: Valley Sports, Wisconsin. I will show you that I'm in the She's our friend. It is Sophia Minard. on Will Touch Sophia, good morning. How are you today? Hi
1: guys. I'm
0: good. How are you? Good. Do you uh, do you get nervous when the playoffs get here? Or do you get like excited? What's your what's your, where where? Let's take let's take Sophia's. Temperature on where she's at nerves wise as the playoffs arrive.
1: Um, I'm I'm excited, you know. I think I love the postseason. Um, I I mean not just for the Brewers, but I just I love watching the other series. Um, you know the wild card games will start tonight with the American League, and and the National League wild card game will be tomorrow, which I think will be a really fun game. So, um, you know I think the nerves maybe come when you when it's you know day of and. It starts to feel real because um, you know kind of what the roller coaster ride is going to be like once the games start. So, but I, mean, I think I'm just more excited than anything.
0: Well, there are others that are a little more nervous, including our trivia contestants. We just had trivia. Ooh. He, Mike and Middleton, had a perfect score. Uh, But I think he's a little apprehensive about where this team stands and would like your reassurance. So instead of us doing our work, Tausch was nice enough to ask Mike to do our work for us. So here is Mike and Middleton's question for you. How confident are they that they can literally just turn it
2: on and go back to like a month ago when they were hitting on all cylinders and be able To play to their potential, and if they do, they should beat the Braves, and then who knows who they'll get in the championship game to finally get back to the World Series for the first time since '82.
0: All right, Sophia. So. Mike is concerned after hey, Elania, the season. I like this this new Jesse Nelson role,
2: where you find other people to do your work for you on all... It, this works for me.
0: So, so you're adopting the Jesse Nelson yeah. approach to work of yeah, this is let awesome. other people do it for you. Hey, Mike, but, um, when you figure it out, it's a pretty novel concept. <laughs> Sophia, I don't know, is there anybody nearby that you can ask to answer this question for you so you don't have to do any work either?
1: I know. I wish. I wish uh, you know, Craig Council or David Stearns or any of the players were around. But unfortunately, I'm I'm, I'm here by myself in my apartment. So I, I guess I'm gonna have to take this one on my own. But I look, I think like what you saw on this road trip. Obviously, it was not a good trip. Um, you know, they won one game. Um, you know, and I think. They, the, the approach for this week was just very different and so i know that's really hard for fans to understand um and we have asked craig and david and, and some of the players these same questions and they are confident um because how you you totally get this is like you can't trick professional athletes right so you know they clinch a week ago on sunday at home They know they're going in. They've accomplished the goal of winning the division. And as much as you would like to like finish off the regular season on a really strong note, the Brewers just made different choices, and that being that they were going to prioritize rest. They were going to prioritize getting ready for the postseason in terms of lining up their rotation. That meant shorter starts. That meant kind of different assignments with the bullpen. Obviously, we got the news with Devin Williams when we were in St. Louis. And, you know, some of the position players needed some days off. Um, So I just think, you know, you can't trick players into, you know, we got to go 100 in these games when they've accomplished one goal and now they're focused on the next goal. And that's just making sure that everybody is ready to go for what they hope is is a month-long stretch of of games that are really important and really matter. So – I know that's really hard for fans to hear. I know they're frustrated by what they saw of, you know, it does lead to questions of like, well, this isn't the team that we saw for the majority of the second half. This isn't the performance we saw. Um, but I think I think for these athletes and just as competitors, like I guess the rest, they know when they mentally need to lock in. I think adrenaline and competition and just everything that the postseason is, just does elevate you to another level. And I think, you know, when we talk to guys, like, of course, you'd rather finish strong, but I think they understood the position that the team was in, and they were just taking care of other priorities. And kind of what Craig Council said is, like, at this point, you value the rest over any sort of rust because you've got, you know, this marathon season under you that you you don't really worry about rust at this point.
2: Sophia we all heard the public comments um, about the devin Williams injury but inside the clubhouse mm-hmm. are guys you know, pretty pissed off or what what's the kind of the mentality of the guys because there's obviously disappointment for him but this also really okay. hurts the team
1: yeah um you know, look it's, it's a mixed reaction right I think you you feel for him of it's obviously just a really poor decision and Unfortunately for him, you know, it, it was a, an injury, a decision and an injury that required surgery and he's likely going to miss the rest of the season. Hopefully he makes a good recovery, um, but it does, it, it affects, it affects a lot of people. It affects his teammates. It affects the coaching staff who have invested a ton of time in him, the front office, obviously the decision-making that they have. Um, you know, what just he means to this team, what he means to the bullpen. So I think, I think there's a, a mixed bag of emotions there. Of there's, there's obvious disappointment. There's, I think, some compassion of a young kid who made a really poor choice and he's having to pay the price for that. Um, I think there's, you know, some empathy there. I do think there's some anger there. Um, of obviously, like, you know, it isn't just a really poor choice. And, um, you know, I, I think his, he did the right thing of, of, of standing up and apologizing to his teammates. They had a players only meeting by all accounts, his teammates were receptive to that message, um, and, and supported him and, and, you know, accepted the apology and he did the same, you know, with, with Craig and David and what he said to the media. I thought he was very forthcoming and, and very accountable and um, you could see just in his face um, you know he's he feels really bad I think there's there's a certain embarrassment and knowing that people are disappointed in you that's that's a hard thing um, so obviously he's um, it's just it really sucks there's just no way around it it just really it sucks for him I think you really you've, I felt compassion for him in that moment um, and I think you do you you think about kind of all the layers of it of what it means for the team but it's going to create an opportunity for somebody else and other people are totally capable of stepping up. Um, but it's, it's certainly, it certainly was a big blow for them. There's, there's no way around it.
0: Yeah,
2: no doubt. So Sophia, what do you think? Uh, what do you think happens? You get to the eighth inning, you have a little bit of a lead. Where do you think Craig council goes?
1: Well, this this is the other thing is like, you know, you manage the postseason different than you manage the regular season. And, what was great about the regular season, right? It was like you, almost every night you could count on a quality start from whoever was starting that day, get, you know, five, six, seven out of them. And then you had this really nice formula of Boxburger, William Pater. Um, you know, you hope you could get a lead, and, and that was your formula, and that worked beautifully for them. Um, so I, but I think that formula changes now in the postseason, and especially for the NLDS of a five game series. Um, you know, these guys, again, because of the decisions they've made going back to spring training, the six man rotation, how they handled this past week, you know, Corbin's last appearance with two innings. Brandon Woodruff and Freddie Peralta are gonna be fresh. It'll be nearly two weeks for them of time off that they've had time to kind of regroup and reset. So these guys are gonna be well rested. They're gonna be ready to go. And they did this for this reason. Uh, maybe you stretch them out a little bit, right? Maybe you, you let them get a little deeper into the game. Um, Ash Hader, we've only seen him in one-inning appearances this season. They consider extending him a little bit for a two-inning save. But also, you've got great options there. Brad Boxberger, Hunter Strickland has pitched in the postseason before. So has Ben Suter. I think the rookies of, of Jay Cousins, who they're expecting to come back, and Aaron Ashby, they're really intriguing options, especially Ashby. Um, with the multi-inning role and just the stuff that he has. So um, there are very capable options there, Um, all who present very different looks. Um, You know, they're not Devin. They don't have the airbender that he does, but they're they're all very capable of covering innings. And again, I think just the decision-makings and the roles are a little bit different than what you see in the regular season
0: talking with Sophia Minnert on Wilde and Tausch. Sophia, I know you've got a lot going on as you get ready here for the NLDS, and hopefully it's a very long playoff run so we have more excuses to have you on uh, because you know how much we enjoy it. I do have to ask, though, in the wake of Devin Williams' injury, I've never seen you mad. What can Tausch and I do to make (laughs) you angry enough to not necessarily punch a wall, but certainly... Uh, be mad at us? Because you... I, I, believe me, I get Tausch mad at me once a day. What gets you really mad? What gets Sophia Minard angry?
1: Oh, boy. Um, well, I do get angry. Um, I just like everyone else. So, I think for me, what makes me angry? Okay, I really, I really can't stand rude people. Like, just when people are... I don't know, rude or condescending or, I don't know, just, you know, I mean, we all know the type, right? Like when people are just unnecessarily <laughs> rude or mean or whatever, I just, I hate that. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, that usually know the makes type me so angry. Far. Trust me on that. <laughs> That's who Taush is every time he does Freddie and Fitzsimmons uh the next day all right, so uh, let's be honest, this is proof though that it it really does take a lot because you're you're sitting there stammering you're you're, you're as good as it gets in terms of broadcasting, right? You're fantastic on t v we love it when you're on your and you're stammering your way through your answer about well when people are mean and they're condescending, like you don't get mad very often, fair.
1: No, I mean i definitely I can get mad for sure. But that I mean again, like it goes back to like people being rude, people being mean. Um I wouldn't say this angers me, but like I get annoyed with like slow walkers. <laughs> like I'm just like, let's go, let's walk with some purpose. Wait, I'm hitting um, the trifecta with Sophia because like, I am, am a anger slow walker. Me. That's just something that annoys me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we look forward to annoying you further throughout the postseason. <laughs>
1: I hope not. Nothing Nothing about the postseason is annoying.
2: It's fun. It's a good It's rollercoaster. The Cardinals are annoying. I'd, I'd argue that. The Cardinals Jesse are annoying the Hey, Sophia, Jesse's yeah. scared of the Cardinals. He is freaked out. I would think oh, that as Brewers fans, we want the Dodgers getting knocked out. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, what do you
1: think? Really fun game, honestly. I think um, you know. Unfortunately for the Dodgers, they took a, a pretty big blow with Max Muncie's injury on Sunday, so that's a big hit for them. But I, yeah, it's gonna, the wildcard game is going to be really interesting because we know Max Scherzer is going to come out just just guns blazing and and he's going to just try to dominate like like Scherzer typically does. And, and Adam Wainwright has been as good as anybody, and just the story, the season that he's put together is is pretty incredible and. Obviously they're coming off of that seventeen game winning streak, which the Brewers were able to break earlier this week. So they I mean, they've the Cardinals have essentially been in playoff mode for all of September. You know, they're it's pretty well documented. Their their playoff odds were less than three percent. Um and the Brewers had a big hand in that, right, with with Bowie hit Grand Slam. A lot of people wrote them off at that point. And then they just reel off this unbelievable winning streak and, and get themselves right back in it. So um, you know, they're they're a dangerous team. I think it's gonna be a good matchup. I think just on paper, the Dodgers are still the more talented team. I just there's no holes with their team in terms of their their pitching, their bullpen, their lineup, how versatile they are. I mean their their lineup is just insane. And and even the, the guys on their bench, it's like any of those any of those players you feel like could start on any other team. So I do think the Dodgers are the more complete talented deeper team however you want to say it um but the cardinals i mean you know when you're hot you're hot and sometimes when that when you're playing like that like things go your way and you you get those bounces and you know just all the stuff we've seen so i think having gone through a wild card game i i definitely know that anything is possible um so it's, it's gonna be fun i'm actually i'm really excited to watch that game tomorrow
2: all right sophia before we let you go confidence meter on this brewers team with all that you just mentioned, where is your confidence meter at? One to ten. Ten being highest.
1: I'm at an
2: eight. Okay. That's a good one. I was hoping she was going to say ten because we are the baddest group we've ever seen. But eight's good, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, i uh, I think just in terms of the matchup, I think it's going to be really fun because it's Essentially, like the Brewers arms against the Braves offense, it's to me like it's kind of what it really comes down to. Um, and so, I, I that's where I'm like, I, that's like where my confidence is, is. I, I just think this the starting rotation, and even with with Devin's injury, um, the options they have in the bullpen and how Craig can manage it, I just think that ultimately, you know, the pitching staff gives you the most confidence.
0: All right, Sophia, we know you got to go. Um... I really enjoy our friendship. I enjoy being kind of uh, one of your unofficial older brothers, even though our dad, Al Minnert, still won't follow me on Twitter. But I have to (laughs) risk it and ask you this. Uh, So earlier in the show, Tausch revealed to us that he doesn't always close the bathroom door. I was appalled by this. (laughs) Uh, I'm wondering. This
2: is with your spouse and immediate family, Sophia. This isn't out and about in public. (laughs) Like, shouldn't you feel comfortable with your family in your own but home? With, but you don't live alone. Tausch. I, 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 you I, don't I, I have live a alone. have a family. Yes. Yeah. A wife and two kids, and I am fine with that. I, I'm. I'm assuming. You know, if Sophia, whatever she ends up doing, I think it's ridiculous that you're that insecure, Jason. That's what I think. I don't think it's insecurity. I think it's disgusting. Well, touche. Potato tapata.
1: Now, do you, like, so this is, you do this when your family is home with
2: you. Uh,
0: if Am I really, understanding it, doesn't, that correctly? it doesn't
2: really matter. No. Home alone, whatever. <laughs> <It doesn't matter.
0: laughs> Fair enough. So- Sophia, I'm, I'm just going to uh, gracefully say thanks for spending some time with us. <laughs> we look forward to your next appearance. Enjoy the playoff run, and we thank the world of you. Thanks for making time for us.
1: All right, guys. Have a great day. Thank you. I'm not sure that
2: was. Normally, I agree with you. You always ask questions. What like the question of the day? I didn't think you were gonna go there with Sophia because you're not. You're gonna make her really uncomfortable. But you didn't. I don't it think anyways. she
0: sounded uncomfortable at all. First uh, of all, I think she, she, she sounded. I was trying anything. to
2: help you because I think she's like jeepers. I gotta get off the phone with I, these idiots. That's the vibe I, don't think I got. I she said jeepers. No. Uh, you want me to so. swear? I'll start swearing on air,
0: and then Jesse will have to start. Dude. Working. Can you please send me the Freddie and Fitzsimmons schedule? Because <laughs> this is exhausting the next day. You're kind of a grouch. Do we got to eat, street you some coffee or something? Like,
2: what Oh, can you we- guys think I'm being grouchy when you... Oh, really?
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend your delicate sensibilities by suggesting you might be a little bit difficult today.